What does it take to be a man? You guys hear me ask that question all the time here on the Manlyhood Mancast, and I just want you to know we are going to have a special episode today where we pull out some of the responses that we've had from that question. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're a man. You want to become a better one. You want to level up. That's nobody's task but your own. This is your starting line. This is your boot camp. It starts now. Welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast with Josh Hatton. Hey, fellas, grab your calendars because we've got an event coming up that you do not want to miss. So October 28th, which is a Saturday of 2023, from 5 o'clock to 8, we are going to relax and smash right on Minard Run in Bradford, Pennsylvania. It's an axe-throwing place, and it's going to be our Manlyhood Season 7 launch party. We are celebrating the fact that we've been running for 10 years. We're celebrating that this is the launch of our seventh season, and we're celebrating over 700,000 downloads, well on our way to a million downloads. So get pumped for a killer night with hanging out with the guys, good times, and Axe throwing. It's going to be great. So the folks at Relax and Smash are giving us a fantastic deal. Normally it costs 15 or 20 bucks if you want to throw. They're going to let us do it for 5 bucks a person. And there's going to be a food truck on hand as well. So if you want to throw some axes, grab some dinner, hang out with the guys, and have a good time, that's what we're going to be doing on October 28th from 5 to 8 p.m. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Bring your friends. Invite your neighbors. Let's go party in style <laughs> so we can kick off this season seven of the manlyhood mancast uh, again that's the manlyhood mancast season seven launch party and it's happening on october 28th 2023 from five to eight at relax and smash on minard run in bradford pa Listen, even if you're from out of town, this is worth coming into town for because we're going to have a good time. So come join us and celebrate together. See you guys there. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Gentlemen, welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. I'm really glad you guys are tuning in today because we are getting ready to launch Season 7 of the Manlyhood Mancast. It's going to be on October 10th. 10-10. All right. Why 10-10? Well, this year is also our 10th anniversary, so it just kind of made sense. <laughs> uh, and I'm excited about it. So we've got a whole uh, chunk of episodes coming your way tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow. A chunk of episodes are coming your way, and I want you to tune in. I want you to listen to all of them. I want you to share them with your friends. I want you to leave a rating or a review on the platform that you use to watch them. Let's, seriously, let's take this, guys, and let's make manlyhood soar to the top of the charts. Let's show the world that what we're doing here matters. You know, we've got some great guys that have really contributed a lot in our private Facebook group. We've got some great men that we've interviewed on the podcast. I would just love 
for all of the people that have supported manlyhood to be able to see and appreciate uh, the validation <laughs> for their investment by seeing manlyhood become a success and manlyhood reach a million guys. So that's what we're hoping to do. So tomorrow, tune in, listen, share. Let's make it something awesome. So guys, you guys hear me ask this question all the time. What does it take to be a man? So we're going to take a little bit of time here and we're going to hear from some of the guests that we've had on the podcast and they're going to answer that question for you. All right, first up, let's hear from Tim Holloway. What does it take to be a man? The first thought that comes to my mind is responsibility. And the reason why I say responsibility is because when the process of growth, we can become very immature, right? And we can go into adulthood holding on to what the Bible calls childish things. Paul says, when I became a man, I put away childish things. Not every man puts away childish things. They're in a man's body, but they're still very immature and very childish. For me, manliness comes to responsibility. And that is that I'm responsible for my mental health. I'm responsible for my marriage. I'm responsible for my household. I'm responsible. I'm responsible. And so the opposite of that is victimhood is that I'm not responsible for my mindset. I can't, we can't particularly control our thoughts, but we can control of whether we nurture and feed them and entertain them. That's our responsibility. And yeah, extreme responsibility is in my mind is manhood. Yeah, I would agree with you 100%. Hey, thanks, Tim. All right, let's hear from filmmaker Morgan Elliott. What does it take to be a man? To be a man, I get the first word, I guess, that pops into my mind when I try to think about it is sacrifice. For me personally, I don't know. I'm not even sure why, but I feel, and I'm not like super religious either, but I do think it's got something to do with that, like that. Christianity being woven into our, our European settlement over here. And I just think, I don't know, I'm struggling to there's tie a, it together. There's a Bible verse that says greater love has no man, but to lay down his life for his friends. And that kind yeah. of sums up what you're expressing, I think. So I definitely can see that. Well, as, and as a storyteller, I guess that's maybe that's why I go to it first, because it's like, when I think of characters that, that are, I'm drawn to, or that I root for, it's like people that are selfless. And I guess it doesn't have to be just a man, but I, I think that it's, it's, at least in our society, it's more, it's expected of men. No, that's not true because mothers are very selfless. I just think it's as a human quality, it's one of the most important. If everybody would sacrifice for each other and not put themselves first, the world would be a much better place. And that's very idealistic and will never happen, but it's true. And I think that's something in my life that my wife, we just got married this past week, actually, so I can call her that. Oh, now, congratulations. But, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but my wife has taught me is not just living for myself. We're all selfish in our own ways, I think, but, but living for other people is more fulfilling and it's, it's the right thing to do. And especially I think when you have kids like doing what's right for them and sacrificing the things that maybe you want to do to have, allow them to have a better life. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think that like a lot of times the answer to this question is something that applies to men 
or to women. And I, I think that makes sense. When you talk about that, that sacrifice and you put your need, someone else's needs ahead of yours. And I think when we surround ourselves with people that do that, then usually your needs are met. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah, if you're giving in into that too. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I think with anything in life, but at least in my limited experience, it's anything you, everything compounds. So it doesn't matter if it's like sacrifice or if it's anger or intolerance or whatever. If you put that energy. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. You may have read his book, Stephen Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, or Building a Band of Brothers. Let's hear from author and speaker and leader, Stephen Mansfield. Stephen, what does it take to be a man? Well, I'll tell you honestly, I'm a Christian, and so I believe that God made us all, uh, designed us all, and that a lot of being a man is figuring out what it is that God designed men to be. In Scripture, believing Scripture is a pattern for us. Um, scripture often talks about the, the lore of manhood or the ways of a man, and those aren't often transmitted from generation to generation. So a man's got to reclaim what his design is, what his purpose was, as they say today, what his power is, and use it for noble purposes. Uh, I believe that's the heart of manhood. What were you made for? How do you nurture that in your own life? How do you keep that alive? Um, how do you grow it? And how do you use it for noble good? And that's, that's, I think, when men really come alive and really begin to fulfill their purpose and feel the joy and the power of what it means to be a man. Yeah. I think that's definitely the, it, you know, you look at a tool and then you read the owner's manual to find out how to use it, right? <laughs> exactly. And, that, and, you know, by the way, it's not all duty. It's not all about, you know, okay, a good man mows the yard, a good man, you know, goes on date night. It's also about what do you need to stay afire? What do you need to be aflame? What do you need to be... Uh, fully passionate and fully alive as a man. You know, we've all heard the illustration time and again that when you get on the airplane, they tell you to put those oxygen masks on yourself first before you help whoever you're responsible for because if you pass out, that person's going to die, especially if it's a child. So carry yourself first, not in a vain way. Make sure you're thriving. Make sure you're healthy. Make sure you're getting up in the morning and working out. Make sure you're on top of the whatever addictions or nibbling at the edge of your life or whatever. Uh, make sure you are reading the right books. Understand what manhood is. Make sure you've got man speaking, men speaking into your life and coaching you and helping you be a better. And then, yeah, you use that power of noble manhood for the good of your family, for the good of society, for the good of the, you know, the causes you're committed to. So, yeah, I, I think it's all about discovering God's design and then walking it out with power. All right, let's hear from deep sea fisherman Richard Wheeler. What does it take to be a man? This when when prior to this, you had sent me the this, and I looked at this and I was like, this has been a riddle of mine for the past fifteen years. That very question: What does it take to be a good man? And I I have a degree in sociology. Uh, I'm very pattern oriented. I like looking at patterns and I like trying to figure out a few things. And I will tell you that I think that I figured it out. At least I'm going to tell myself I did. So I would, I'm laying in bed one night and I yelled at the top of my voice. I, I figured it out. And this has literally been something that I've been trying to figure out. What patterns, and I'm referencing, I'm looking at uh, great men, our presidents, uh, you know, of past, and uh, people that I admire, 
uh, great CEOs. And what is it in common that they, what, what has made them a good man? And I think it's impulse control. Not blurting out the very thing that comes to your mouth uh, or to your, your brain and just sitting back and acting like you've been there and having the, the presence to, to know that you can make a, a good decision and the right decision. Definitely. I can picture that self-control being an important part of a man's life across the board, not only just with what you speak, but what you do. So many men just do whatever they feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And say whatever they feel. And we have, I'll reference just a, a past president that didn't have the impulse control just to shut up. <laughs> you don't need to say the very first thing that comes to your mouth. And that though, that's the sort of thing that I'm talking about and having control to just be aware of where you're at. And, and I'm, this is a challenge that I work on also. This is one of my goals to tell you also is to really exhibit great self-control, the impulse control. I have 25 people that work for me and everybody, their problem is the first and foremost that I got to deal with at that very moment. And oftentimes I want to tell them the, something else that they probably don't want to hear, but I got to sit and listen to them. And I, I will tell you that I have never felt bad just sitting back and thinking before I spoke. And that's probably might be the best description I've ever given right there is because it is a controversial thing. And I can reference the great CEOs that don't do that. Steve Jobs, who's read his book and unbelievable and absolutely suffered from lack of self-control, impulse control. And so it's one of these things that, I don't know, it's a challenge. Yeah, my dad always told me, Josh, you don't have to say everything that pops in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a time and a place. And, and so it, I, I do really work on it, and I enjoy working on it. And I will tell you, oftentimes I fail. And I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, me too. I fail quite a bit. I'm working on it myself. All right, let's hear from best-selling novelist Brad Thor. What does it take to be a man? I, you know, when I first heard that question from you, Josh, the, the word that popped into my mind right away was humility. Uh, that, is a, that is a character trait that I think is in short supply. Uh, it's good to be confident. It's good to have self-confidence. Uh, but humility, the ability to be humble, uh, I think is... I went to Catholic school growing up, and the nun uh, who was in charge of our school used to say that uh, kindness can only be expected from the strong. And I, I, I do believe that that comes from having a well of humility. And throughout the entire COVID pandemic, one of the things I've been trying to teach my kids is to have grace, uh, to be humble, and to leave space for other people who may be stress, stressed out. Uh, everybody we meet is dealing with some sort of a challenge. It may be visible. This may be somebody who's got a disability or a child who has a disability, or it may be invisible. It may be they're having trouble with a spouse or at work or a health issue that isn't evident. So I, I think probably one of the most important ingredients to being a man is humility. I would agree with you there, man. I think that's, uh, and it, it doesn't seem like it's as common as it should be. Although maybe it is because usually the people that are humble are the ones that you don't hear screaming on the news, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And there's a lot more people that we don't hear screaming on the news. So maybe it is a, a more common trait than we think. 
Yeah, and the news self-selects for the people who scream the loudest. That's what gets people yeah. tuning in. So uh, I got asked recently, what what's one of the greatest national security concerns you have? What what are what's one of the biggest threats to America's national security? And I said, social media. I said it is uh, it is so damaging. People get on their Facebook pages. They are only hearing from people who think. Uh, just like them and talk just like them. And it is a prime position for foreign adversaries to creep in and poison us and deepen the culture wars. Because if you're on a Facebook page where you think everybody thinks like you, you start believing everything that gets put on that page. It's very dangerous to get your news and your opinions and your information from one narrow silo. It's very, very dangerous. So I have the humility to be willing to engage with ideas and people who you don't automatically agree with. How about that? Mm, definitely. Key to being a good man, being a good human being, being a good American. All right, guys, you know, this is a question that we ask every week right here on the Manlyhood Mancast. So if this is something that you want to know more of, make sure you tune in and subscribe and listen to all these episodes because we have guests answer this question every week. And we've got some amazing guests on the way for season seven. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. I love you. I'm proud of you. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Manlyhood Mancast. If you want to be a better husband, father, leader, a better man, you need to join our private Facebook group, the Manlyhood Mancast. Join today. Please help us out with a like, comment, share, and subscribe. And check us out at manlyhood.com.